0: When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 4, Episode 6, chapter titled...
1: Janitor Dad.
0: Janitor Dad. I don't know why I've developed this thing where I just repeat it immediately. I, I don't say
1: I was wondering that it's almost like you should just go ahead and do it like every week. I might as well just not. Do I it. just
0: feel like I should have a response to it. Like I so, if, if you say janitor dad, I should be like, oh, like janitor bud. But, don't no, you know, <laughs>
1: no, it just like I think that you feel like you always have to
0: talk. <laughs> you know what? You go. You talk now.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like, it's okay for you to not, if I'm doing my thing, and then now you do your thing, which would be to say...
0: Classroom or not?
1: Well, not yet. No, no. <laughs> oh,
0: then yet. what is my thing?
1: Uh, What have you been doing this week? That was my Alden voice.
0: What have you been doing this week, Tanya?
1: <laughs> well, I'm so glad you asked, Alden. I have been working this week.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a boring intro.
1: Except that okay, go. We you
0: found something interesting.
1: Have officially this
0: is going to be good for people.
1: Moved our chickens.
0: No, All right. Never mind. Go ahead. Just keep going.
1: Out into their coop. Yep. They. They are no longer in the living room.
0: Yep. We have empty nest syndrome. Get it?
1: (laughs) Very very good. (sighs) It means I can work out in the living room again
0: and panic all night long.
1: Yes. I was so relieved. I went out. So okay. So our coop. As you know, because we told you when we first started building it, that it was like a, you know what we could do? We could get chickens and turn this old swing set into a chicken coop, which we did. We did that. And Alden did an amazing job to try to make it predator proof. Turns out you can't make a coop predator proof. Like no coops are predator proof. It could be steel and somehow a predator could get into the coop and massacre your baby chickens. So now that's what we have to think about every time we lay our head downs, on, downs? <laughs> lay our heads down on our pillows every night. But last night, eventually we fell asleep. We had our window open so we could hear if anything happened to our chickens. Nothing happened.
0: I know. You know what did happen? My allergies. Yeah. My allergies went crazy. He's, he's
1: been feeling pretty rough today because we had to sleep with the window open. I went out at 6 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning to make sure they were alive. And they were. And I let them out into their run, and they were very, very happy. They did great. They've been outside now for over 24 hours.
0: Yep. We did it. This has been Chicken Watch. We're done with the chickens. Don't have to do anything else for the chickens anymore
1: that's not true at all um chickens are very cute and very fun and we love them so so much (laughs) we alden loves the chickens he talks about them to his co-workers because he loves them i
0: do like the chickens but you did speak for me just now
1: because i know how you feel about them anyway what have you been doing this
0: week uh playing the last of us
1: how's it been going
0: it's really stressful and good uh-huh. Um, I've also been working a lot, and that's been very stressful and less good. So,
1: mm-hmm. needless uh, to say, what a week. he discovered that Bold Rock hard oh cider God. makes a pineapple flavor. I it is delicious.
0: You know, since I started having my stomach issues last September, I have not had alcohol. Like, I've just stayed away from it completely.
1: Except for two weekends ago when we tried. Right, but to it have was a like couple.
0: two, yeah. Um,. And, but this week has been like terrible for me. Just like stress nonstop. My brain can't let go of the stress uh, at work because I'm covering multiple positions for multiple people while trying to train new people for those positions, and it's just too much for my brain. Like it's it's a lot, and I'm a I'm a perfectionist. So like I'm really good at my job. But when I'm trying to do four of them, it's just too much for my brain and it's not going perfect so then when it's not going perfect like i'm stressed out about it more and then when four jobs aren't going perfect i'm four times as stressed about it so even though like i should be able to go it makes sense that everything's not going perfect because i'm stretched too thin right now and eventually it'll get better and it will but that doesn't change the fact that my brain is going you got four jobs that are going bad pal i don't know why i call myself pal but i'm not my friend I'm not friends with me, because um, I'm very mean to me. But uh, I decided Thursday at after, I, when I was leaving work, I was like, I'm going to get alcohol. He and, was off on Friday. Yeah, I was off on Friday. And uh, I was walking through the... I was looking for a, a good Bold Rock flavor, a good good hard cider, because I'm a, a... Hard cider kind I'm of a guy. hard cider guy. Uh, and I saw Pineapple Bold Rock, and I just lost it i was so excited he
1: truly did lose it like i got a text message that was just like oh my gosh and i knew a picture was coming at some point because it happens like every day because he has to go to the grocery store like every single day it's like a really weird quirk of his that like he cannot stay away from the grocery store um but this one i actually got excited about too even though i can't really drink i was like
0: did reply oh period my period God, period. That's a lot of periods. Yep. Gross. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, And I tasted it. I had a little sip, and it was delicious. And just like pineapple, everything is good. Throw some pineapple in a dehydrator. It is the best candy you've ever had. Put pineapple on ham. It's delicious. Pineapple and a hard cider is perfection. And Chicken that's it. Chicken
0: watch and pineapple watch are over. you know what else we've been doing. What else have we been doing, Tanya?
1: Watching Boy Meets World.
0: Which episode did we watch? Uh,
1: season 4, episode 6, Janitor Dad.
0: Who was it directed and written by, Tanya?
1: I don't know. Oh. Jeff Minnell.
0: It was written by Jeff Minnell. What? Good God. <laughs> Move back, then scream. We've been over this. Um, <laughs> written by Jeff Minnell. So who do you think it was directed by? Move forward to talk. And then move back to Scream.
1: McCracken. Yes. What?
0: Yes. Are you serious? It was directed by Jeff McCracken. It was written by Jeff Minnell.
1: (gasps) Why do I feel like I just won the lottery? I don't know. Guys, I'm so proud of myself. I had no idea. I just guessed that and I'm like freaking out right she now. She really is. I also forgot one of the other things that I've been doing this week.
0: What have you been doing this week? Doing drugs apparently because, woo boy. No. Very excited I've about been the Jeff.
1: watching Dawson's Creek.
0: Good God. Yeah, and she has. The
1: reason why I was just reminded of this is I'm because... I'm moving
0: back. She's going to talk about Dawson's Creek for a while. Because
1: Alden has very similar facial features to uh, a Pacey and Pacey Witter. So... Like, he just made a very pacey face. He's making a very pacey face right now. And I realized I was being very Andy, like, very over the top, just, like, overly zealous about the fact that I just guessed that, and he's being very pacey. It does not bode well for them in this show, but it, it's boding better for us. And that's that's all.
0: Yeah, it's going great for us until you find out that I'm banging my teacher.
1: That was before...
0: What's before?
1: Before is tomorrow time. Oh, guys, here's some things I've discovered about Dawson's Creek. God, goodbye. <laughs> I am 36 years old. I found out that tomorrow on Dawson's Creek was supposed to be 36 years old. I don't look that old, I don't think. Tamara looked very old. The other thing I discovered is that Alden really is laying on our bed, and he's very upset. Come back. Let's talk about Boy Meets World. Janitor Dad.
0: God, I really left, and I was really done. Uh, Blur me up.
1: All right. The blurb for Season 4, Episode 6, Janitor Dad, is Sean learns a valuable lesson in looking beyond appearances, because he wants to date his teacher who's thirty six and looks like she's forty two. Just kidding, that wasn't the blur. Please come back. That creak you heard was our old bed. Come back, please. <sighs>
0: Classroom or not, Tanya Not. Uh why not? Where do we start?
1: The store. And what's going on? Um so what store? Uh the outdoorsman's store.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: The store where they sell outdoorsy stuff. Right. Alan and Eric together. They sell stuff together. And they need a little bit of help. They've been very shorthanded lately. So they have asked Amy to help. Amy is helping a customer who was looking for stuff to go mountain climbing. And she does not think that he has the, like... Stamina or Look. like body composition to go mountain climbing. She sends him to the yogurt shop that's four stores down.
0: And Alan and Eric are just talking about how, like, they've got to get rid of mom. Like, she has, she cannot work here. She's running customers out the door. Um, she was talking to one of the customers about fishing and she was like, What? You're going to kill fish? No, sir.
1: She, Tanya screams across the store. You're gonna kill fish? Why would you kill fish?
0: Uh, so she runs another customer out. So they're all freaking out, and it like cuts back to them, and they're like, we gotta do something. And then bam, 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 fades to interviews.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, they also explained to Amy that, like, she is momming really hard. Yeah. Like, she's momming all the customers, and that doesn't work to sell things. So then you go to, to the interviews where Eric is, like, asking this guy, like, what he would bring to the table. And the guy's just like, I'm a seller. I sell things. I've been in retail for so many years. You, no matter what, like, no matter what it is, I can sell it. I've sold everything. If you sell one thing, you've sold everything. And then he looks over and he goes, huh, does that go in the water? And it's a kayak.
0: So, yeah, it does go in the water. So Eric, like, looks back it out, and I'm like, oh, what have we gotten ourselves into? And then it pans to, like, all of the, the I almost said contestants, the interviewees.
1: And they're, like, clones of the first guy. Right.
0: Like, all of they're them. They're all, like, balding guys with... Um, glasses yeah, and ties. Glasses, ties, high waist, I mean, high high water pants. Yeah. Um, Very nerdy-looking older gentleman.
1: And one guy keeps, like, touching this, I don't know what it was that he was touching, but it was, like, spiky, and he's just like, ow, ow, ow. Somebody stop me, please. Ow, ow, ow.
0: So we cut back to Alan and and Eric, and they're kind of talking about, like, this is just impossible. We're not going to find somebody. We're in the middle of Philadelphia. We're in the middle of a city, and we want to find an outdoorsman person what do we think someone's just gonna walk in in need of employment they're like
1: they're like uh we're not gonna find a grizzly adams who knows everything about every piece of equipment in the store and knows how to speak to it and
0: sell it to people and the door busts open as they say that and um a big outdoors and outdoorsy looking fella
1: who used to be uh, a really big fan of Binford Tools?
0: Yeah, he's on Tool Time or uh, Home Improvement.
1: Yeah, I think he played one of the tool instruments yep. in the
0: construction site. He did, and he he's like, "Hello, I'm I'm in." He says, "I'm looking for the yogurt shop, um, but I don't know quite as much about yogurt as I know about uh, these fine." Things in the store.
1: But I'm really in need says, of employment.
0: And I just happen to be in powerful need of employment.
1: He was adorable.
0: And Eric goes, Oh, I think we can help you. And like he and Alan like make a look at each other, like, I know, I get it. And Eric looks <laughs> over at him and he goes, Okay, well, yogurt shops t- four stores down. And Alan's like, Hey, wait a minute. Like, I don't know why that didn't scare him off.
1: Because he's a Grizzly Adams kind of guy.
0: Mm-hmm. So anyway, now we cut back to the Hunter's house.
1: Yes. We're at the trailer. And Verna is like bustling around the kitchen. And, and Sean's getting ready to go to school. Also, is this the same Verna? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. She seemed a little different. I wanted to look it up, but I forgot.
0: I am like 100% sure that was the same Verna.
1: Okay. All right. I trust you. It's I've, the same Verna. If
0: I'm wrong, that would be nuts, because I didn't even consider the fact that it was a different person. I
1: felt like she was not like as soft of a person as the original Verna.
0: She just acting a little bit different.
1: I don't know. You're probably right. I'm probably crazy. But probably. anyway. Um, Should we look it up? Go ahead. I'm just going to keep talking. I, you're probably right, is what I'm saying. Um... So they're, like, getting ready for their day, and Sean's about to run out the door, and Verna's like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, you are not leaving until you get a good breakfast in you. And Sean's like, "Uh, Mom, I don't have time for this. Corey's about to come pick me up. And she's like, hold on. Sticky bun and Flintstones vitamin. Breakfast of champions. And he's like, oh, okay. And she goes to open the microwave, and Chet's like, whoa, 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 what do you need to do with that microwave? And Vern is like, uh, I need to put the sticky bun in the microwave. And he's like, "Mm, no, you can't use the microwave. And she's like, Chet, what's in the microwave? And he's all like, uh, nothing's in the microwave. Just don't put that in the microwave. And she's like, Chet, what is in the microwave? And the microwave opens and there's a stack of papers in the microwave and it's bills. There's a stack of bills in the microwave. Mind you, Sean is getting ready for school. Verna is getting ready for a whole day's worth of stuff, and Chet is in his pajamas and a bathrobe.
0: And Verna's the same person that she always is and will be.
1: I told you, but you were probably right.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, And then what happened? Because I'm not sure where you were.
1: Um, I was at, Chet is in a bathrobe, Verna Mm. is like ready for the day, Sean is ready for the day, there's bills in the microwave, and Verna is like, are
0: you joking? And... Corey is like, walks in and he's like, oh, it's great to see you, Mr. and Mrs. Hunter, together like you should be in uh, Wedded Bliss and...
1: Like a full family. And
0: then they start arguing, like, about the bills in the microwave.
1: You know what else is weird to me?
0: What's weird to you? The
1: fact that their last name is Hunter. Just because, like, Sean Hunter, to me, that's just, like, his name. But Mm -hmm. when Corey says Mr. and Mrs. Hunter, it's odd to me. Like, Sean Hunter is, like, normal. But because he hasn't really had a family for so long, it, it doesn't register in my brain that Chet and Verna are hunters as well. I don't know why. It's just a weird thing. I don't
0: know what you thought last names did.
1: It just, my brain has not quite gotten up to the fact that, like, Sean has parents.
0: Okay. And that
1: they share his last name.
0: All right. So, Chet and Verna Hunter are arguing in front of Corey. And he's like, oh, boy, better go outside. And then he opens the door and there's people outside arguing.
1: About bills in the uh, ice box or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, and Chet goes, oh, listen, this is just a minor financial fracas. And then he turns to the boys and he's like, that's your vocabulary word for today, fracas.
1: And they're like, uh,
0: uh-huh. uh. And uh, Verna starts saying, like, I'm trying, I'm doing everything I can to make ends meet. I'm working at the movie theater tearing tickets so that we can... Uh, tried to so, be normal So we can try to be normal I just want to be normal chat She's very frustrated
1: And he hasn't been working
0: Right and Still His response to that is um, Well Verna it seems like you're not very happy with your place in life Maybe you should be looking for a better paying job Yeah Tanya's I, making a face
1: And I know you can't see my face But it is a very perturbed face Because like I've been there <laughs> And it sucks And it's like one of the reasons why I... Alden and I, from the time that we have gotten together, have done everything 50-50. Yes. And the reason, my main reason for that, and I don't know that we discussed it from the beginning, but over time we've discussed why we would keep it that way, is because neither of us can resent the other person, get mad at the other person feel like the other person isn't pulling their weight because we each have bills that we pay we each buy groceries like we are 100% like 50-50 and the fact that this man for 22 years has just not been doing anything is just
0: awful yeah agreed (laughs) It's bad, and I hate Chet, and everybody knows that, and um, shoot, who was it on the Facebook that called Nicole. me out on that? Nicole called me out on that on the Facebook page. She, she said,
1: like, we we got to warn Alden, it's a Chet-centric episode next week, so just, you know, it's not that bad, though.
0: And so anyway, at this point, Chet starts blaming Verna and says, um, it maybe you need to go in there today and ask your boss for a raise. Tell him we got a microwave full of bills that you got to take care of.
1: Hey, I just want to remind you. Who? Everybody. Okay. If you're in this. No, 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 no. You are, you are the exception Uh, and anyone who is not in this situation is also the
0: exception. And the only exception? If
1: you are in, I love that song. um, If you are in this situation, it's okay to leave.
0: Well, bye guys.
1: You're not in that situation. I have a job. I get paid way less than you and I still pay half of all of the bills. So, it's definitely not that situation.
0: Bye guys.
1: It's not that situation. <laughs> uh so people are going to think that you really want to leave because you no, make won't. you make jokes about leaving yeah, every it's week. It's funny to you because you know you're not leaving. Listen, I just want to tell here. everybody that he has dreams once a week that I have left him and he wakes up upset. Yeah. so He's not going anywhere. He loves me very much and I love him very much.
0: Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, no one wants to listen to a podcast where the husband and wife are sitting here like, oh, I just love you so much. It's just, look into your eyes. It's just so great.
1: Good point. That's gross. Anyway,
0: so uh, Chet says he's going to... No, no, no. So Verna's frustrated and whatever, and Chet goes to talk to the boys, and they're like, look, mom is here now because she thought things were going to be different. It's time for you to show her that things are going to be different. And Chet says, well, you know what? I'm. I'm you're right. I'm going to go get a job doing what I can do best. Um, there's only one problem. We're going to have to move to Portugal.
1: And he's like, because... That's where the pearl mining is. And I can hold my breath for like 45 minutes. He
0: No, he says, he turns to Corey and like nudges him and he goes, you know, I can hold my breath for more than four minutes.
1: And Corey goes, well, that's going to come in really handy when she throws you over a
0: bridge. That was funny. Um, so anyway, now we go back to the school. Yes. Where Corey and Sean are bullying the and Topanga's letting them She's letting them begrudgingly.
1: So they're sitting in Frankie, Harley, and Joey's spot. Yes. And they tell these three kids to drink milk. Topanga doesn't say it, but she is an accessory.
0: Right. But she has already told the boys, like, really, this is this is fun for you? And they're like, Yeah, come on, let's watch.
1: And she does.
0: And she watches. It's that simple. So the boys take their milks and try to drink it, but they have poked holes in the milk. So the milk goes all down the boys and falls on the floor. And Topanga is like, oh, so really? uh, Picking on defenseless people is, is entertainment for you? Bye. And walks away.
1: Right. And then, you know, they're like, oh, we made a mess. And they're like, oh, well, you know, the janitor will come and clean it up. It gives them something to do. And out comes the janitor, mopping back. away. Walking back. Yeah, just... backs out of the door and just stays that way. And and Sean's just kind of like, yeah, see, like, don't you, like, have something to do, janitor? And, and then he turns, turns around.
0: And it's um, Chet.
1: I thought you were going to say another name. I almost said
0: bud. <laughs> um, it's Chet. Surprise. Which, I
1: mean, you couldn't tell by the name, janitor dad.
0: Right. So... But so it turns around and Chet like turns around and is like, hey, son. And then it starts playing sad music. Like there was no explanation for the sad music. Chet is on screen smiling and waving to Sean (laughs) and it starts going. And it's like, all right. uh, Somebody didn't understand the emotions aren't really matching the screen here. Um, So anyway, we go back to the store. Yes and uh, Ezekiel
1: best name ever. I love the name Ezekiel so much.
0: He is showing this the same guy from the, f- the beginning of the episode.
1: He has piled everything in the store in this guy's arms. He's like, and you're gonna need this and this is gonna fit you perfectly And then he like grabs a helmet and he's like, you're definitely gonna need this.
0: And the guy is like, you know I just I don't really know if I'm really cut out for rock climbing and Ezekiel goes, Look, this isn't about rock climbing. This is about a personal revolution. What's your name? And I think he says Isaac.
1: Something. It was something like that. Sounded small and. And
0: he goes, "Do you?" And I'm just gonna use Isaac. I'm hoping that's what it what it is. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Do you want to be Isaac?" And he goes, "You you can change that." And it cuts over to, um. Alan and Eric, and Eric is just dumbfounded and excited. He's, like, excited. in
1: awe, as am I. Mm-hmm. As someone who, like, loves selling people stuff, I'm like, God, I miss doing that.
0: And Alan is appalled.
1: This was a very odd hill to die on. Yes. Like, this was strange. So Alan is like, so, okay, so Eric's like, I don't get the problem. He has sold $700 worth of stuff to this guy who came in for boo-boo cream. And it, Alan's like, yeah, he came in for boo-boo cream. He's going to die. Like, we can't sell things to dead people. All of our customers are going to die. Like, what? No. Sure, Cause, Alan. Because what happens is, is you go, like... This guy isn't gonna go out on his first mountain climbing expedition by himself on like Mount Everest. He's gonna go with a group where there's like a trained professional that helps him get in his gear, and like shows him what to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alan is odd in this episode. Yeah,
0: he started this by arguing with Amy that she was driving customers away, and then was then he was upset with Ezekiel for keeping customers.
1: That guy bought so much stuff, and if he sold just that guy that much stuff, he definitely, like, hit the goal of the day. Oh, yeah. Like, within two customers.
0: Yeah. Good job, so, Zeke. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, now we go back to the hall at school, and Sean, Topanga, and Corey are walking together again. And Sean is, like, beside himself with how upset he is that his dad is working at the school as a janitor. Like, can't believe my dad is the janitor. And Topanga goes, Sean, everybody needs a job. Nobody cares. Like, why are you so upset about your dad doing what he needed to do for your family? And great job, Topanga. Good point. Everybody needs a job. Why are you worried about what it is? Right. But she says something about how, like, nobody's going to care. And then immediately as they walk into the classroom, there is a boy who um, has got, like, a Bart Simpson haircut. And...
1: I was thinking the brother from um, Home Alone. Oh, definitely. Buzzed. He
0: definitely has a buzz haircut.
1: Yeah. Like he he had that energy had for bu- sure. He had big buzz energy. Yeah. And he basically just starts like heckling Sean, but he won't even look him in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> like the funny
0: part. The entire he's time. He's looking at the floor. He made a very weird acting choice, I think. I can't imagine that was direction.
1: I like to believe that this is what he did in his, um, like, tryout. Uh-huh. That he sat in a chair, and they're like, okay, these are your lines. And he was, like, memorizing them in his head. And as he was memorizing them in his head, he's just, like, looking at the floor. And he's, like, repeating them over and over again. And they're like, that. That, yes, that's what yeah. you're going to do. You've got the part.
0: He's like, I forgot to act, though. And they're <laughs> like, yeah, no, this is perfect. Right. So... He starts picking at Sean and says that his dad is the janitor, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Sean's getting more and more upset about it. And Sean says, like, I'm going uh,
1: he to... He says, I'm go- if you keep this up, I'm going to punch your head off. And the bully goes, oh, well, then your dad will clean it up.
0: And the crowd goes, ooh. And I was like, ooh, because that was
1: good.
0: And um, now Mr. Turner, like comes over and separates them and puts his arm around Sean and he's like we're gonna have to stop this now okay we're gonna have to interrupt your little your little tiff here so we can do a little learning how about that we haven't gotten enough Mr. Turner I was
1: about to say the same thing like he comes over he's in jeans and like a dressy vest over a button-up shirt and I was just like does he normally wear stuff like that? And then I realized the last time we saw him, it was like the dead of winter where he was wearing like sweaters and stuff because we don't see him enough. Mm -hmm. Like, especially interacting with Sean. So like, it was so natural for him to come over next to Sean and like put his arm around him or whatever. Like, it was just like, I miss that so much.
0: Yeah, no, it was good. But, So he starts to do, uh, he starts to teach about the time machine and Tanya Mm -hmm. lost her shit. Um, Okay. Oh boy.
1: The time machine book. I think I've talked about this before. I had this laptop that couldn't do anything, but it had (laughs) Alden's getting back in bed. Oh my God. So it had this thing on it that had like a library of like 700 classic books. I read Dracula. I was like 10, I think. I read Dracula. I read The Secret Garden. I read The Little Princess. And I read The Time Machine. And I loved that book so much. It was not an easy read at all. Um, But I read it and I loved it and I didn't know there was a movie of it until one day my dad was watching like one of those AMC or whatever or Turner Classic movies. And they did like this whole behind the scenes thing about the bomb scene in the time machine. So I'm like, I want to watch this movie. And I watched it and it was so good. And it was my favorite movie for like, 10 years, my cousin and I, my cousin Andrew, we would play Time Machine in the backyard. We would sit, like, on the hammock and, like, push it as fast as we could and pretend we were on the Time Machine, and then we would fall off the back of it and pretend we were in a different time that the Morlocks were after us. But here's a bit of trivia for you. If you've ever seen the old Time Machine movie, I don't remember what year it came out, but in the bomb scene where it's either, like, it's like hot fire. It's supposed to look like hot fire raining down, and he, the the main character is, like, falling down a mountain or something. It was pink oatmeal that they used to get that special effect. Pink oatmeal. That's your trivia. Time machine. We're back in the classroom.
0: All right, so I just took a five-minute nap, and I, I'm assuming now you're about at the end of the Boy Meets World episode, like... How how much further did you get Can in the episode? Can you
1: please stop pacing me?
0: <laughs> you want you want Dawson's Creek in your life. Uh, I'm trying to give it to you.
1: Pacey is my favorite.
0: So, uh, when I was a kid, a lot of people said I looked like um, Joshua Jackson. You do the, look like Joshua. The, um, you do. The uh, when he was the kid from uh, the Mighty Ducks. Yes. And I was obsessed with that movie.
1: Yes, you do look like him. But
0: he wasn't my favorite character. Is that weird?
1: Uh, no, because he was not a great character in The Mighty
0: Ducks. Right, or Dawson's Creek.
1: Yes, he was. Fireworks He's... are
0: going off because it's June 27th and people are celebrating our nation's independence. And
1: they have been every night for three weeks. It's
0: insane. Someone
1: um, posted. Okay, so. <laughs> Joshua, boy meets Joshua world. Jackson's wife no, posted. Joshua Jackson's wife posted three pictures of him. And it said on the tweet, it said, so many of you guys have called him daddy throughout his life, but I'm the one who made him one. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. But in the pictures, I was like, holy cow, he looks like Alden.
0: All right. So.
1: I'm really uh, sorry.
0: I have completely forgotten where we are in the episode of it's Boy Meets It's a good thing World. this
1: episode is short. It okay. was like 18 minutes. I can tell you where we are. Please, we're in the classroom. Uh huh. We just heard about the time machine, the Eloy, the Morlocks, and then asshole guy says something. I don't remember what, but he says something about the janitor again, and Sean goes crazy, jumps on top of him, and starts. He spills something
0: on the floor on purpose. Oh yeah. So that that his dad has to come in, and then Sean looks at him funny, and he says, "Do you need something, Hunter?" And he says, yeah, I need you to bleed, and jumps on him.
1: <laughs> um, and then Corey like, tries to break it up, and then Mr. Turner breaks it up, and then Sean goes to Mr. Feeney's office. And
0: Mr., it cuts to Mr. Feeney going, oh, Mr. Hunter, in my office for fighting. Let me show you my big surprised face. <laughs> and uh, this is nuts. <laughs> the fireworks situation is
1: nuts.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry for the audible experience. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the fireworks.
1: People stopped listening five minutes ago when I couldn't stop talking about Dawson's Creek. Um,
0: So so anyway, uh, Sean and Mr. Feeney have a little talk about how, like, uh, oh, Mr. Feeney says, well, this is my life, just sitting in my office waiting for you to show up to be in trouble for fighting. And Sean goes, yeah, well, at least your life is okay, like... At least your dad doesn't work at the school or whatever.
1: No, he works at the school. like
0: And uh, whatever.
1: And, and Mr. Feeney says, like, I didn't think that would be a problem for you. Is that a problem for you?
0: Yeah, he says, if this is disrupt- disrupting one of my students, I might need to make a change. And Sean is like, oh, really, you do that for me? And Mr. Feeney says, yeah, I mean, I I will do what I have to do, but um, I'm going to leave it up to you. He says, I'm going to leave it up to you. If you want me to get rid of your father, I will. So we cut back to the hallway.
1: And and uh, Sean did not give an answer on that.
0: No. But immediately, out in the hallway, because Sean walks out of the office, Corey is sitting on the same, like, he's sitting on the Frankie and Joey spot, but he has lined it entirely with paper towels and has, like, 50 paper towels on the, the, the wall there and on the bench there.
1: Because he's trying to not... Make a mess for the janitor?
0: Yeah, trying to not make a mess because it's Sean's dad. And.
1: It's really cute.
0: And. um, It's
1: very Cory.
0: So while they're sitting there, uh, Asshole Kid walks back behind them. Um, At some point, they called him Crandall. I wrote that down. Oh, is it Crandall? Yeah.
1: Okay. I I knew they said his name. I didn't catch it, and I just kept writing asshole.
0: I think Crandall was his last name, and there was another first name that Mr. Turner threw in there, but I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, Crandall walks by, and he's talking to one of his friends, but obviously in a way that he's trying to get Sean and Corey to hear it. Whoa, uh, the toilet, and the toilet was overflowing, but you know what? The janitor took care of it, because-
1: and he says, oh, janitors, they're really colorful people, aren't they? Because and- he says,
0: he says, um, he told the janitor to, to f- clean the, t- he asked the janitor if he could handle the toilet. And the janitor goes, well, back in the CIA, we flushed a lot of stuff. And he goes, janitors sure are colorful people, aren't they? And the crowd goes, boo.
1: Ooh. And I don't understand. I'm, okay, I need Channing Arnold.
0: For John Aspie, Uh to please
1: explain to me what that meant.
0: Yes. Explain it to her.
1: Because I count on you guys to explain these things to me. Thank you.
0: If you're still listening...
1: If you stopped listening when I started talking about Dawson's Creek again, I'm very sorry. I hope you pick it back up and listen and then answer my question because I'm counting on you guys. I forget stuff way too easy. And things just go over my head way too easy. And you guys have proven time and time again that they do not go over your head. And I need that in my life.
0: So asshole guy walks by and says that stuff and... um. Mr. Feeney walks out around the same time and Sean grabs him and he's just like, um, um, Mr. Feeney, I made my decision. And Mr. Feeney goes, oh, you and you thought about it all of five minutes. I'm proud of you. And Sean says, I, I need you to get rid of my dad. He's going to he needs he's he needs to find another job.
1: And Mr. Feeney's like, well, it'll take a few days. I have to start interviewing people for her to be his replacement. Like, I can't just do it like. On a whim. Right. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. At least it's, like, going to happen.
0: Yeah. So now we go back to the outdoor store.
1: Where Ezekiel comes in, and he's just like... No. Oh, like, everything's empty.
0: Everything's empty. Alan is so upset because he sold all of their hiking shoes. And Eric is like, why is that bad? That That's great. And, and Alan says... Can. "Um." no, uh every night I have a dream and and I see these skinny, wiry men falling from a mountain screaming to me, uh thank you for selling me these shoes, you merchant of death and Eric goes de
1: <laughs> merchant of de
0: and then Ezekiel like busts in the door and he's like. Alan, I have terrible news from the the hill country.
1: And Alan goes, They found the bodies.
0: <laughs> and he goes, No, my mama took sick. And Eric goes, oh, powerful sick? And he goes, powerful sick. Um and he goes on he, he says, I'm not gonna leave you here without um someone to cover for me. I got my cu- or my my My
1: cousin, my cousin Lonnie.
0: My cousin Lonnie Uh, Not cousin, because it's like...
1: I think cousin. No,
0: it's like my brother's child, Lonnie.
1: Oh, something like that. Whatever. And, Someone in his family named Lonnie.
0: Yeah, and we do the bit that we do, and I even pointed this out the last time we did it, where Eric goes on and on and on about how we—I would never do that—and Lonnie, Lonnie needs to be told to go back to his his, his mom and and so tell as his he's mom, going,
1: we obviously know it's going to be a hot girl,
0: right? Because it's happened a dozen times at this point, right? The same joke. And And
1: like while he's going off You can hear the door open and close Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then there's Lonnie Mm -hmm. She's very Sarah Chalky She's very
0: cute Mm, She's very cute Um, She's got like the the Flannel like midriff shirt or whatever Yeah And she's like
1: hi I'm
0: Lonnie And Eric is like
1: Lonnie (laughs) Yeah he's very excited Um, So they're taken care of And uh, now we go back To the trailer
0: we go back to the Hunter house, and there, um, um, Sean is is talking to his mom about how, yeah. So today somebody spilled milk on the floor, and the janitor came over and just had to clean it up right in front of me.
1: And Verna was like, and in front of all of your friends. And he's like, yep. And she goes, did he do a good job? And he was like, yeah. And she's like, that's awesome.
0: And he says, well, like, why would that be awesome, mom? Like, I, that is, he's the school janitor. That's embarrassing. Aren't you embarrassed that dad is a school janitor? And she says, Sean, I am so proud I could bust.
1: She said, for 22 years, we have heard stories. It was nothing but stories. Stories about things that he did that he didn't do. They were all lies. And I could not be more proud that this story about him being a janitor at your school is true. Don't worry, guys. Our house did not just blow up. That was a firework.
0: And as... So Sean kind of looks at her quizzically like, oh, shit. I made a boo-boo. Chet walks in and he's just so happy and... He's, he's like, like,
1: there's my wife making something good to eat. There's my son. He's got. Coming uh, home from school. home from school. The only thing missing is me and a new paycheck.
0: And he pulls out his first paycheck and he's so excited. And Verna runs over and she just like makes out with him right there.
1: And he's like, what was that? I don't understand. And she's like, there's going to be a whole lot more you don't understand.
0: <laughs>
1: and he goes, oh, Verna, You got to calm down. Because while I spent a year out looking for you, I never got to talk to Sean about the dirty, what was it? He says oh, like the man. dirty something.
0: Yeah, something the dir- dirty
1: humanism or dirty,
0: oh. dirty, dirty, <laughs> uh, dirty something dirtiness of life or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he says, and I must be doing a great job too, because the principal wants to see me first thing in the morning, just like father like son, hey, eh, Shawnee? And this is where the audience
1: doesn't go, ooh, but Tanya went, ooh, because that's the proper place for that. Right?
0: Yeah, you told them. Yeah. Um, So... Sean, so he says, plus, you know, I just love the benefits of this job because Sean asked him if he likes doing the job. Mm -hmm. And he says, yeah, the benefits are great. Like, you know, the job is what it is, but the benefits are awesome. And Sean says, what are the benefits to being the school janitor? And he says, I spent a year away from my boy and now I got a job where I got to see him. I get to see him every single day. And that is the best benefit I could get.
1: I literally sat and put my hand over my heart. I could not believe that that was Chet saying those things. Right. I don't trust him. But if his change is real, then I'll give him that.
0: Right. Baby steps. Yes. So we go back to school now. It's the next morning. Sean is hiding. Well, like propped up against the locker.
1: It's obvious that the school isn't quite open yet.
0: Nobody's there at all.
1: Feeney comes in.
0: Sean jumps out from behind the locker and and scares him. (laughs) Boom. And Mr. Freeney goes, Oh, Mr. Hunter. Uh, what does he say? He says, Mr. Hunter, early. To school. My life's work is complete. Goodbye, world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Sean is basically like, You cannot let like, my dad go. Like you can't.
0: Yeah, he gives a really great, like, impassioned speech about how important it is that his dad stays there. And he like he he's just very like passionate about passionate. he's very passionate about it and mr feeney goes well okie dokie
1: and sean is like so you're not gonna let him go he's like i was never gonna let him go like i was just waiting for you to come around to realizing that this is actually the right thing for all of you and
0: he says i i knew that you were going to realize that this was never about your father this was about you Mr. Feeney does it again. Does it again. And it, like, to the point where after he walks away... Uh, Corey and Topanga who were watching from the hallway
1: (laughs) so normally I don't notice like really anything going on in the background but like Corey was in this perfect little window spot behind Mr. Feeney like and I just for some reason my eyes kept going to him and I'm like why is he just standing way back there well he
0: wasn't even like it was either clear that Ben Savage the actor was like I don't know what to do right now or Corey Matthews waiting for Sean was going, I don't know what to do right now. Should I I walk over to my friend or not?
1: Right. Well, because they so it becomes apparent that everyone got to school in the middle of this talk that they had. Like school started like everybody was getting to school. So they didn't know if they should walk down to the part of the hallway where Feeney was talking to Sean early in the morning. So So that makes a little bit of sense.
0: Right. So Corey walks over after Feeney leaves and he says, that man just runs our lives, doesn't he? And um, Sean gives Corey a, a milk and says, Can you drink this for me, Corey?
1: And Topang is like, Is this another one of your dumb box things? And Sean's just like, Just drink the milk, Corey.
0: So Corey starts drinking it, and Sean smacks it out of his <laughs> hand and spills it all over the floor. And um, Crandall, Crandall the asshole, Comes over and he's like, oh, looks like your daddy's going to have to come clean this up, isn't he? And Sean's
1: like, yeah, he is. And then Chet comes out with the mop. He's like, guess it. Guess this needs to get cleaned up. And then Sean takes the mop and starts very badly mopping up the milk. He really was mopping very badly. And uh, Chet's like, you know you don't have to do that, right? And Sean goes, neither do you.
0: And boom,
1: boom, boom, boom. But what does that even Heartfelt mean?
0: music. He was saying, you don't have to, because I'll do it for you. And you're doing, I think, actually, the, the message there was, you don't have to do this. You chose to do it for our family.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: So right. anyway, now we go back to the store for the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. The, after the credits.
1: It was, it's, so, um, credits are happening. It's where we see, like, the name Jeff Minnell. It's up there while, while this stuff is happening, and uh, Ezekiel's there yeah. behind the counter. So I guess Mom's okay. Mama
0: must be fine. And
1: um, Eric and and Alan are behind the counter, and they're like, "Whoa, look at her go!" And she, and Lonnie is just like selling all this stuff, and they're like, w- "I mean, but is she going to be as good as you?" And Ezekiel well, is just like, no, um, "Alan
0: says the worst thing in the world, actually." He says. I was gonna just not.
1: Go ahead. It's
0: Alan's a bad in this episode. Yes. Alan's a bad. Alan and is a bad. Alan says, um, "I'm I'm not sure that I can keep her around. She's you know look at her. She's attractive, and uh, she's distracting everybody like my son. Like,
1: fuck off, Alan. Alan just doesn't know what he wants. I'm
0: gonna fire her because she's pretty. No. Uh, Okay, Alan. Um, but uh, Ezekiel says, don't you worry about that. She was raised with eight brothers, 12 male cousins, and 15 bloodhounds or whatever.
1: And then he was like, we tried to get make her all girly and stuff, but wouldn't you know it, she turned out a guy.
0: She turned out all boy, I yeah. think. And Eric goes over and says that... Um, he wants to get to know her better. And she's like,
1: oh, what a great idea, Eric. She's like, are you serious? That's so great. Let's get to know each other over
0: boxing. And starts- you like,
1: and then she's like, do you like hunting? Do you like fishing? What about boxing? And she starts like punching him and punching him and punching him. And then she puts him in a chokehold and like drags him down the hallway. And, it was
0: and so then good. it cuts back to like Alan just like, okay. And then she punches Eric in the gut and he falls to the ground. Now the episode's over.
1: That's when you could fire her. That's an HR issue. That's
0: true. Um, so, anyway.
1: Yes? How'd you feel about this episode, oh, Alden? I
0: thought you'd never ask. I know. Tanya. I wanted to do
1: it first this time because you always feel like I'll never ask. So I wanted to make sure that I asked first.
0: Well, uh, I thought it was a good episode. Uh, I definitely was afraid that I was going to hate it, um, especially when Nicole said, Nicole, mm-hmm. Nicole said that it was a chat episode because, uh, if you have followed us at all over the last year and a half, I hate chat and chat episodes. Uh, Tanya does too. I'm just more, I don't know. Um, open about it, but or more passionate about. If my I were for to
1: be more open about it, I would uh, be saying way too much about my <laughs> personal life. So, right.
0: right. So, uh, I don't like Chet episodes. This episode was good, though, for the most part. It, it was weirdly inconsistent. Like, it was weird that Alan was back and forth the way he was. But it was nice to see Jug Band Guy from Tool Time. Um, the only redeemable character in Home Improvement. You used to love that show.
1: I know! Um,
0: anyway, uh, the the Sean the Hunter storyline was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chet showed... Growth. growth, and um for once, I mean, he he started it out being very Chet, but over the course of the episode, he made a decision that was selfless. Should you be rewarded for doing the good thing, like that you should have done a long time ago? I don't know, but it was definitely baby steps in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as we we know, like as everybody knows. A lot of times you get guys like this or people like this. They do the right thing for, like, a minute and then revert back immediately to who they were. So we'll see how Chet plays out. Like, next week I'd like to see what Chet's doing. If Chet quits and is just like, oh, I'll never work again. This is stupid. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'll I'll be very unhappy with Chet.
1: I mean, maybe we just, like, I wouldn't want there to be a Chet episode next week, so, like... I don't really want to find out what's going on with him next week.
0: Okay. Anyway, so I like the episode. Um, There were good spots and bad spots, but overall I like the episode. Jeff Minnell, good job. But it wasn't Jeff Minnell's best episode either. Like Jeff Minnell has had some bangers of an episode. Mm -hmm. This one I expected to be better when I saw his name. But as it played out, I was like, this doesn't feel very Jeffy.
1: Well, I think part of that is that they are trying to sort of start a redemption arc in a very simplistic way. And Jeff Minnell is not necessarily the simplistic writer. Like, he is more of a deep delving Mm. person. And this was this was good because it was simplistic. Like this was a, okay, he's gonna take baby steps to start doing the right thing. And he's going to say the right things, but not just say the right things, he's also going to act on them. But it's all in a very simple, like cohesive, everybody can understand it kind of way. Like there isn't any question of what's going on. The only questions you're gonna have is what is going on with Alan?
0: So what is going on with Tanya? How did you feel about this episode?
1: I like this episode. It's not one of my favorite episodes. But I like it. I like I I will always love the like a job is a job and what you do doesn't matter. And like everyone has to do these jobs. You know, your janitor is someone's father kind of thing. Like I think that that is important. I have trouble with Chet just like you do. And even though the things that he did were good in this episode, if this were a real life situation, and maybe I'm just a cynic, because I know that people are like, everybody can change. Like, everybody can change. I've never seen anyone change.
0: I've seen people change. I have not it it takes a long time.
1: I have not seen bad people become good people. I have seen people who have struggled with learning and growing start to learn and grow. Yeah. Like
0: there's a difference. Yeah, I know you're right.
1: Um and I believe that Chet is a bad person. Okay. And so my struggle is that like you said, are we supposed to like give him kudos for doing the thing that everybody else already is doing because that's his responsibility? Like, no, absolutely not. Because in a week, he's probably not going to have that job. And, and even if he does keep it, he's going to come home and he's going to drink a beer and he's going to be like, Verna, make me a sandwich while Verna also is working full time at a job that she doesn't enjoy. And things are still unhappy. That's the cynic in me. Maybe that's not how it goes. Mm. Maybe these strides that he's making are important. And I think I just will always struggle with the idea that people watching this will be like, oh, like my husband or my boyfriend or my father also did this one thing right. Well, it's... so I can give him grace.
0: Well, this is kind of the, the, um, that's why I even said what I did is uh, th- I've kind of said this my whole life after watching it over and over and over again, um, it, it, male or female end of the relationship, like mm-hmm. if you are awful in your relationship and I and I watch it happen all the time, like if this person is awful to you over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and then one time they do something halfway nice mm-hmm it's like everyone just is like look 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 how great they are together like look Mm -hmm. what they do for each other this is so great finally whereas if you're the kind of person who always does things kind of good you know you're not always perfect but mostly good Mm -hmm. it's expected at that point right like if you do the same thing he did or she did Mm -hmm. then you all of a sudden are just like so what Right. You brought her flowers. Who cares? You brought her flowers three times last month. Exactly. Um, so I, I do always struggle with that because I mean that's one of the things I've talked to our kids about. Like, mm-hmm. don't let someone do one nice thing for you and assume that that means oh my god, like this is so great.
1: Yes, we've watched it happen with a million people that we know, mm-hmm. where they will be in a really really bad situation. And then one of the people in their relationship is like, I'm going to change. I'm going to do better. And they do. They go get a better job. Mm-hmm. But they're still really shitty to the to the other person in the relationship. Right. Or they take them on a trip. Or they mm-hmm. buy them something or expensive. Like- or they take them out. Or they, like, loosen. I've seen in, a, this is, like, in a hetero relationship. In hetero relationships, very often men are very controlling and that is expected. Like it that it's is. it's you're, a normal it's a generalizing. Hetero, it's a heteronormative fact that It's not a fact. It is a fact. Okay. that women ask their husband for permission to do things. They ask their husbands for permission they will say, oh, I don't know if I can hang out to, with my friends tonight because I, I need to make sure it's OK with my husband or whatever. Like, that's a normal thing. OK. So then, like, there are times where they're like, oh, no, I didn't. I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't have to ask. It's fine. So then everyone's like, oh, wow. Like, you've got a really good one. But like behind the scenes, the guy is awful. Like, just terrible. So, like, good things good like tiny good acts don't really mean anything
0: i wish i had a tiny axe
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hope for Sean and verna's sake that chet stays on this road to recovery as a human being
0: what if i had
1: a tiny a axe? tiny
0: axe that was like two inches big and i used it to chop down a bonsai tree <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to go into, like, The Shining, no. had, like a tiny axe, and you started to reenact the scene from The Shining, but it was, like, with this super teeny tiny axe.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that would be funny. It would be funny.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyway, that's our thoughts on the episode, and life, and people, and Yeah, I think to sum it up
1: is we hope that Chet stays good yeah. And that's that.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I think there was a lot of good progress made there, and let's hope that it doesn't become too difficult for him and he sticks with it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I guess that's about it.
1: Yeah. Unless you want to talk about Dawson's Creek more. I don't know.
0: I'm going to go back to bed. Actually, I want to play Last of Us. Uh, i got to get through it because spoilers are everywhere, Friends, if you want to play that game, don't go on the internet. I actually deleted my Twitter, so you won't see me on there for a little while. <sighs> Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 4 Episode... Wait. What?
1: We Wait didn't tell people where to find us. You didn't say... You know what's weird? Is there anything else?
0: That means that that whole thing I just said was being said without the music bed underneath it. Mm-hmm. So everyone knew, like, he's not actually done, right? Right. <laughs> because it was it was it was naked. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Alden. Yeah.
1: Is there anything else you'd like to add?
0: No. Thank you for joining us. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find us, Tanya? I, on Twitter.
1: At BMG and BMW.
0: Not me though, because I deleted my Twitter app. Um, Nobody
1: cares. You You talked
0: about Dawson's Creek for 38 minutes. Don't tell me no one cares about my Twitter. Also, you can email us at...
1: bmgmbmw at gmail.com
0: Or you can find us where else
1: you can just type in boy meets girl meets boy meets world in like facebook or google or whatever it, just do that
0: it would be swell if you had if you have itunes go in there and give us a review five stars or whatever and tell us what you. i think don't about really the care how many
1: stars you give us but it is really fun to hear like what you think of us so R-
0: right um unless you're mean and then tanya's very sad
1: i mean you can be mean i just will disagree with you <laughs>
0: Anyway, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets... You you hear the music? That means it's really over. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 4, Episode 6.
1: Class dismissed.